After first reviews of Captain Marvel come rolling in, Carol Danvers is set to take over the MCU. The Halo series we've all been waiting for might actually be happening. And Bowser is taking over Nintendo? No, no, really. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome back to episode number 29 of the Geek Underground. This is Dadpool. And the Trash Panda. On this week's episode of the Geek Underground, we are covering the gamut of things from Fortnite, trying to make themselves relevant again. Not that they really lost their relevancy, but they're trying to steal some Thunderback, and they're, they're doing uh, it. As well as Marvel uh, TV and movie news, DC movie news and TV news, as well as a slew of other things that we're going to cover. But I want to start with something else. Uh, because because I found something and this is the uh, the little 12 year old boy in me that still giggles when people get kicked in the junk in movies. And so I came across this map of the most lewd sounding names of every town in every 50 state in America. So these are actually town are we names. Are really doing this? These are town names. This is nothing dirty. This is just, oh, you could, con- if you have a dirty mind, maybe you could construe something from these names. But it's just, again, I have a 13-year-old boy mind, so it does make my mind giggle. Um, but this, wow. pe- people live in these towns. You are ridiculing people that live in these towns. I'm not ridiculing people who live in these towns. Yes, do not ridicule the people that live in wankers corner it's not their fault they live oh in wankers gosh. corner <laughs> just because in america that doesn't mean a darn thing over here that's highly offensive i'm sure it is am i gonna have to beep you out why would you bleep me out that's just wrong um rough and ready california is a town <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> so um, strange. uh butts Butts, Georgia. That was not too bad, but still, I'd still giggle every time I said it. I, I live in Butts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's with me tonight. I just saw this and I giggled. Um, th- there's not too many more. Just uh, Bone Steel, Wyoming, and uh, Luber's, Colorado. I'll end with that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> wow. Moving on to anything else but that. Mm. Um, there are men with 13 year old minds in their bodies and they will giggle at things like that as well. I'm sure you can look that up. Just look up most lewd sounding town names in each state and you'll find the same map I just did uh, and it'll make you giggle Strange and, and squeal. Oh, something for your 13 year old self. Oh, I've got something kind of fun What's that, that will quite happily link from the 13 year old boy to something that happened probably when you were 13. Okay. Now, I absolutely love wrestling. I actually enjoy watching the world. Now, WWE. Are, are you talking about the original Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan? Not, that's not that that's original. Yeah. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. But I still like it now. So you like to see, I mean, you still watch it with, with all of the, I have no idea the names of the people that no, are wrestling nowadays. No, I don't watch it most of the time because it, you can't get it and it's expensive because you have to pay kind of like special fees. The last thing that I saw, I actually went to a, a wrestling match in San Jose, California and I saw, it was uh, Triple H, Kane and The Rock were all oh, wrestling and it, it was because those were three of the top names at the time and that was probably 2002 that I saw that one. I didn't one. know you'd seen The Rock in I like I saw The Rock person. live and in person. Wow. Dwayne Johnson. Oh my goodness. He, that's before he hulked out though. He, he, he was cut and he was built then, but he was not the Hulk that he is. Now, have you seen that guy's biceps? Yep. Goodness gracious. I mean, he's just like, like literally he is a rock now. Yeah. I mean, there is like 0% body fat on that man. Yeah. Now I do not covet his body the way that I do Ryan Reynolds abs 
because just there's something about just that cut toneness that Ryan Reynolds has. Plus, he's funny, and even though The Rock's funny, I in bet his he's way, not cuddly though, because he'd be all hard, and you'd be like, "I want to cuddle." Oh, you're too hard. That's Go true. Away. You try to like nestle into his shoulder, and it'd be like laying down on a rock. Yeah, okay. I don't like that. <laughs> Is that where you were no. going with this? No. Where were you going with okay, this? Okay, so Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, Netflix has just greenlit a movie all about Hulk Hogan. And guess who's playing Hulk Hogan? Hold on, I've got to try to guess this. Um, Chris Evans. No. Not Chris Evans. Is he is he an older person or a younger-ish person? Younger-ish person. So, Zac Efron. No. So, bigger, bulkier than Zac Efron? Yeah. Oh, is it... Uh, Kellen Lutz from Twilight. No. Remember, he, he was kind of bulky-ish as a bigger, as a younger guy. Yeah, but he's kind of old now. Kellen Lutz, he's still like twenty nine. He's not that old. Maybe he's older than that. Yeah, he's older than that. Early thirties. Kellen Lutz. Yeah, it might be even as old as me. No, he's not mid thirties. It's not that old. <laughs> Shut up, 40. All right. All right. All right. So who is it? Who's playing? Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. I can see the hair. I can see that. As Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Thor is going to be Hulk Hogan. Do you know Hogan. what my favorite Hulk Hogan appearance was? Um, when he was in Suburban Mom or whatever that no. one was. What was that movie he was in where he was like a, oh, I don't know. a mom or a nanny or something? I don't know. Okay. No, was Suburb- that. Suburban Commando. He was in that. No, he wasn't. Or was that not it? Maybe no, it's... that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, what and was that the, the most what worst was the special effects E ever. It was great. Oh, I got to look that up. Okay, go ahead though. Gremlins 2. Wait, what? He's in Gremlins 2. Didn't you know that? Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Is in Gremlins 2. Yeah, so they just do the movie police and the guy's going off about the Gremlins being a terrible movie and the Gremlins like attack him and then the Gremlins screw up the actual movie and then they start making shadow puppets going bunny rabbit and all this sort of thing and doing like Abraham Lincoln with their hands. And then they start putting on some random movie about people like dancing and frolicking and and just being silly. And then um, this guy comes, then goes to like a movie theater and in the movie theater, like the projectionist comes down and is like, I quit. And he's got stuff all over him. And then, so the manager goes in and he goes to Hulk Hogan. He goes, please, sir, can you deal with it? We've got gremlins in the projection booth. And he goes, okay. And then he rips his shirt and he throws his popcorn and then the gremlins are like, ah, and they go and put the movie back on. And it's so funny. I don't know. See, I was never really into wrestling back then. Um, I, I watched it a little bit. I mean, I, I did. I did watch Hulk Hogan do his thing and rip his shirts, and I saw Andre the Giant. Um, but the, I, it wasn't even when I went and saw the the one re- more recently with with The Rock and Triple H. I wasn't really a wrestling fan. Friends of mine were, but I just kind of went along because they were going, uh, and it was still a fun show. It was entertaining, but it's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. It is a but, little bit, but not. You know, no, really. I just really enjoy it because I mean, I know it's not all real i understand that i get it but it's fun i like the stupid stories to it and the heels and the heroes and it's just a bit oh, of fun. don't get me wrong like some of those guys can just fly there was like uh was it rvb rvd rob van dam they could just he did some aerials that were amazing and there were those uh the, the brothers i can't think of their names right now either that would do amazing aerial stunts so these these are athletes so the people yeah. that are doing this are are athletes yeah uh the, the, even though yes it is entertainment um not the average person could just go in there and do what these people are doing no. because, because it's amazing um but taking a, a quick little turn here to some pop culture news uh just to start off the show did you know Bowser is taking over at Nintendo? Like literally Bowser will be ruling Nintendo. How so? Because the current CEE is stepping down mm-hmm. and Bowser is taking over. How does that work? Well, it's Doug Bowser, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a gentleman named Doug Bowser, spelled the same way, pronounced the same way, coming in in the next couple months as the new CEO of Nintendo. And there's memes all over the internet, and it really doesn't mean much other than it's just kind of fun to That's say. That's pretty funny. Um, and my second bit of random pop culture news, mm-hmm. not that this is pop culture, but this if you have an ex that you want to get back without being sinister about it, um, at the uh, Hemsley Conservation Center in Southeast London, you can name a cockroach after your ex. For the low, low price of only £1.50, you can get a certificate. They will email whoever you wish to let them know that there is a cockroach now in the zoo named after them. Wow. <laughs> Imagine you just go through a breakup and you get an email from the London Zoo with a certificate saying there is now a cockroach with your namesake. 
Wouldn't that be great? Wow. <laughs> it's not low. as bad as doggydoodoo.com. No, it's not. Because you can actually send, there is the, the little poo, the baby poo, and the grand poo poo that you can get, <laughs> and, and they will gift wrapped a box of, of dog poo, all pretty like. I mean, it comes with like a ribbon on top and a bow, and you open it, and you peel back the paper, and then there's a steamy pile of whatever dog you choose on the website sent to the person that you choose. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, Ooh, I knew someone that did that. Lenny did that to somebody. Wow. Yeah, I know it wasn't. It didn't turn out well. No, I bet it didn't. A <laughs> um, little bit more random news. <laughs> okay. Samsung. No longer making Blu-ray players. Really? They have completely halted production. Well, I know... Who is it? Sony has the rights to the Blu-ray, right? And so in order to actually make an official Blu-ray player, you have to license those rights from Sony. So they might just be saying, look, Sony's asking too much. We're just going to go back and do our own thing, make our amazing TVs and all the other stuff that we do, washers and dryers and fridges, I guess, as well, um, and let... Sony still make those because I'm, I'm sure it has to come down to the license licensing rights uh, because in order to do that you, you have to pay a large sum of money to. Well, to not produce only one that, I mean everything's going digital, so you know you the world the of Blu-ray is kind of going. Eh. Although that's true, I mean I can't tell you the last time we actually bought a physical media disc. Um, I can because there's sometimes when I buy uh, stuff. Because I don't have it or I see it and it's dead cheap and it's cheaper than I can buy it on iTunes. And I know I can rip a copy for myself anyway. Okay. So sometimes I send in like a three pound movie and I'm like, oh, score mine. Yeah. Well, that's you. Me. I, it's probably been at least two or three years since I've physically yeah, but you don't bought buy a, movies, really. I still when stuff comes out, I just buy it on iTunes, though. The last I've bought movies. I've probably bought no, 20 movies in the I last know, two years but most, all on iTunes. But most of the ones that you've bought you're buying stuff because it's just come out and we want to watch it and everything else. So it's more like red boxing it rather than actually going, Oh, well, I really of. enjoyed that movie and I'd like a copy. So I'm going to go and buy it. And some things aren't on digital at all. Like GI Jane. Actually, I like that movie. <laughs> all right. Demi Moore pulls it off. She pulls and off the shaved Ridley head. Scott. And you know who else though? Karen Gillan actually pulled off the shaved head. Yeah. Like when you saw her right after her Nebula role, she pulled that off pretty well. Yeah, but it's also Vegan Mortensen and who okay. doesn't? And yeah. Jim Caviezel. No, that, that, I'm saying yes. GI Jane was a good movie, but you cannot buy it digitally. That's for disappointing. Whatever reason. Well, also when you buy it digitally on Apple, you typically get it about three weeks before it's available on Blu-ray release. So it's just exactly. nice to have it have it out early. Um, let's get into TV news, though. Uh, what do you have as far as in your amazing TV awesomeness from this last okay, few weeks? Okay, so one thing that made me go woohoo. Uh, River Song may be coming back Things to Doctor Who. Go, mm. Things that make you go, mm. really, really old song, sorry. Um, that's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> there was a tweet with I a shook picture her hand, by the way. of Alex Kingston and Jodie Whittaker. I shook her hand. Alex Kingston and Jodie Whittaker and Jodie is excited about the prospect of having the Doctor's wife, which is going to be super her confusing. Wife. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder what the diary comes into play then does she know that the doctor's going to turn into a woman and therefore she's now hold on i what, don't get what, it which direction was she going i don't know well because in all of her interactions with the doctor the first time that they met she had known him the longest right yeah. and then it got slowly to the point where he knew then her the longest and she didn't know who he was so is this going forward or backwards than in her time so, no so there's clue. nothing that's been talked about as no. far as timeline wise no okay apparently she's been approached jodie whittaker's excited there is a photo on set mm. with them hugging so who knows okay who knows l frank Baum's oz universe is going to be made into a tv series like the did whole you say oz lot. like oz oz universe yeah like is in the wizard like of oz. the wizard of oz yeah so there will be a wizard of oz tv show yeah um, so Legendary is developing the TV series set in the land of Oz from Bob's um, Baum's novels. There's really no information at all, but there was 14 books. So, you know, they could go literally anywhere. It's amazing. Wow. I really love The Wizard of Oz, but most people only know... The Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz and really don't know a lot more about, about it unless world. you've read them. Hey, I've seen Oz the Great and Powerful. I know more. 
I've seen James Franco as the the great and powerful. I don't powerful. know if actually that is part of his book series, though. Is I that not know. canon? Is that not actually part of the... I don't know. I'd have to look that up because I've never actually read the books. Oh. But I'm excited to see where they go with it because Legendary makes some pretty darn cool stuff. And so we will see some more wonderful strangeness like... Uh, lunch pail trees and uh, chickens. Lunch pail trees. I do have to say, though, that, that I really prefer, for, for these massive worlds, I prefer TV shows and series as the median used to tell this story because you, you can't do that in a movie. Uh, it's like with the upcoming Halo Halo uh, series that I think Showtime has. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a nine or a ten uh, part first season um and that's great because the whole halo story you couldn't tell that in a movie and how long has that been talked about for wasn't that peter jackson oh, back in yeah, like 2007 yeah, yeah. or something Since it was red first... versus blue I yeah think. um so, so it, it's been talked about for a while it was first going to be a movie and then another movie the directors pulled out and then it changed the rights changed hands uh and now we're actually going to do a series and i think that's the, that's the best way to tell um, these epics because you, you look at Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter mm-hmm. and even though you have multiple movies of those you still feel like something's missed because how big was Order of the Phoenix book that was what like a thousand pages almost oh my gosh you, you can't Goblet of Fire is the worst well yeah just because it wasn't done really well to the book it wasn't it didn't do the book justice no um but it's something where when you have that extra time, say 10 hours in a series as opposed to two hours in a movie, you can tell the story a, a whole lot better. Uh, when you're trying to tell this, this narrative, it's just so much easier to do it in that extra bit of time. And so I like the fact that it's going to a series instead of a movie because, again, with, with the type of world that I've heard that that is, uh, it's easier to tell it that way. Uh, and again, a la, a la Halo, I'm really excited this has that 10 hours or 9 hours, whatever it is, to tell the story because you need that. That, and it gives you so much more and you can do so much more with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I get from you. Yeah. Yeah. Nods well, and yes. It was this completely, you know, extended sentence from you. So I was kind of waiting to see how you were going to wrap it up. I took a breath. Waffling. It's okay. <laughs> There's my breath. Um, the other one I'm super excited about is Titans has been renewed for season two. Oh, it has to be. That was amazing. Yeah. And, um, and they can't leave it like that and say, oh, you know, no. we're just not going to do a season two. So uh, Superboy has just been um, cast and we have. Wasn't got he cast already? He was in the cutscene at the end. Very, very small bit. But Joshua Orpin has just been cast as Connor Kent um, and he's going to be playing that. Connor and Kent? He's actually a Kent kid? No. Why'd you he say was Kent? made in a lab because that's his name, Connor Kent. But Kent, Clark Kent, Kent. He can't be a Kent as well if he was made in he a lab. He is. I don't because get it. Because he's made in a lab okay. from like really, Superman's hair or now, DNA. Now, I know we, we, we talked about this last week that this is a big hole in my geek knowledge that shouldn't be there. I need to really research Superboy and see more about him because I have no idea anything about Superboy. Tisk tisk. I know. Um, so they also have pointed out that there's a couple of other characters from Young Justice that are notably absent, including Kid Flash. Oh, um, but we are hoping that some of these other characters might be introduced in season two. Okay. Which would be more. good. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they did a good job of introducing the characters they did and getting Starfire and Beast and the whole Doom Patrol thing actually set off, which we haven't watched that yet. We need to watch you can't. Uh, some Doom Patrol. Is it not out yet? Or over here at least? It's not over here yet. Oh, it's not in the UK yet. I went to go and watch it and I couldn't. Oh. Uh, I did enjoy the the Doom Patrol, that little snip yeah, they gave I us did. of that. Uh, and I think that could make a good series. And I love me some um, Brandon. No. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I like him. <laughs> He's a little pudgy now, but his voice is still really But it's cool. okay. You don't see him. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> He's but I still like him. Kind of all covered up in, so it doesn't matter what he looks like mm. now. Um, no, yeah, he, he is fun to have involved in that. Uh, one of the ones that I'm excited about that, that Amazon is coming out with is the Wheel of Time series. Have you have you heard much about that one? Mm-hmm. Uh it's a uh, it's a, a Robert Jordan series. It kicked off in 1990, and it's it's actually it spans 14 novels. Oh, actually, um, I was looking at these to listen to on Audible. Yeah, telling us it's like the story of light and dark. A prophecy heralds the arrival of a champion who will fight against the dark one. Uh, you know, an entity that wants the world in his image. Mm. Blah blah blah. Um, but from Amazon's description, it looks amazing. And I have friends that like this series, have read through it, and they say say it's a fantastic series. Um, uh, Apparently, Robert Jordan, he died actually before he was able to finish it, but somebody picked it up. Fantasy author uh, Brandon Sanderson wrapped it up in 2013. So it is a long-spanning series um, and, and kind of what what 
kind of kicked off Amazon's desire to do things like this was, uh, do you know who Jeff Bezos is? He's mm-hmm. the uh, CEO of Amazon and the Washington Post. Uh, he basically issued this mandate to bring out more shows with global appeal and to essentially find their own version of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, that once in a generation TV show that's drawn in viewers globally that have flocked to it. You know, yeah, go ahead and make me one of those, like is what he mandated. So no pressure, right? Just don't suck. Don't make anything terrible. And I think See, they could have done that with um, Wizard's First Rule. Oh, yeah. I love that series. But the TV show, they made one season and it was horrible. It was so bad and they did not do it properly. And if they'd have done it properly, that could be the next Game of Thrones easily. If if you did it right. But I think that's also why Amazon spent like a billion dollars in case you forgot in total on the the Lord of the Rings rights, uh, which includes actually production of the show as well. But still a billion dollars. and also why they're working so hard on getting this Wheel of Time series off the ground, because it is a sprawling universe, something you can only tell in a TV series. And if it's done well, it, it, it could be the next Game of Thrones if, mm. if it's done well. And that's what Amazon is, is hoping for. But they have a director now. That's kind of why I brought this up. Um, uh, so they actually are filming this. They're getting ready to go with this. I still haven't heard much from Lord of the Rings, though. It's something where they spent all this money on it, and I haven't heard what they're doing with it yet. But it's like um, the BBC... For a while now, they've been talking about this new um, version of War of the Worlds that they've done Yep, with Eleanor Tomlinson. And I've been waiting. And originally, they had said it would be out by the end of 2018. And still nothing. We've got set photos. We've got pictures of the tripods. We've got all of this stuff. It looks amazing. And yet still nothing. However, the BBC have just commissioned... Uh, a new version, a TV version of His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman. Oh, that's uh, the Golden the Compass. The Golden Compass, which I love the Golden Compass. And the subtle knife wasn't too bad. Yeah, the books were good. But no, the last book wasn't oh, the, well, good. Well, no, no, that's what I mean. The, the first two books that you said were good. The last yeah. book, well, even the second book was a little off. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't great. So if you haven't read this series, the first book's really promising. It's really exciting. It's it's definitely a very original story well what makes it interesting is that that it has our spirits residing outside of our body yeah in the form of of something next to us that it stays with us all the time yes yeah but the um the end book it turns out that the whole point of everything that's happened in this story is that you they have to kill god now Philip Pullman is an outspoken atheist and his (laughs) whole story was about let's go kill God. And it's not just any God. It's the Christian God. Let's go kill God. And it's so dumb. I mean, it's so, it's just such a rant that you kind of go, what the heck? Well, do you Seriously? See the, do you see the irony in that and the fact that, I mean, he, he is an atheist that is admitting there's a God so we can go kill it. That, that our spirits yeah. are outside of our body. That it just does. <laughs> Why does that? I mean, come on. Uh, I know. It, and it's just so dumb. Yeah, that and it's third like, book, it wasn't You were great. writing so such an amazing story, really enjoyed it, really clever. And then you decide, well, I'm going to jump on my horse and I'm going to ride it hard and I'm going to just point out that God needs to die. Yeah. It was like, come on. But it's something, I don't know. Yes, yes, they were good books. They're good books, but they're they're not ones that that have re-readability for me or even if it's an audiobook, re-listenability where books like Ready Player One, I could read again and again and again. Oh, yeah. The Harry Potters, I've gone through those countless times. I just... Ernest Klein, you deserve a slap. Do you know he wrote that book like back in the early 2000s? Okay. <laughs> and then he wrote um, Armada, which was probably at least eight years ago, and nothing. I'm like, dude. Well, he's working on Ready Player Two. Don't worry. I don't care. It's I want a new book. It's coming. Ready Player Two is coming. If you he's enjoyed not Ready Player a one, one, hit wonder. No, I he's want not. Another book. Because Armada was amazing. Well, it wasn't amazing, but it was good. It was still. It was a I very really enjoyed. good follow-up. It's not as good as Ready Player One. No, not at all. Nobody is, you know, complaining the fact that it's not as good as Ready Player One because Ready Player One was amazing. But yeah, come on. Do you know what they need to make in the series though? What's that? Off to be the wizard. Oh, into like a, a movie or a TV show? TV show. Ooh, that'd be really oh, good. Oh my gosh. 
If you haven't, if you need something good to read and you want something good to read. Or you have Audible, just just pull it up on Audible. It's called Off Off, to Be the Wizard. The first one's called Off to Be the Wizard. And it is hilarious. Such a clever little story. Really, you know, they're not massive books, but they are very clever, very geeky fantasy, but smart and intellectual and even if you're not into the geek nerd stuff you will enjoy these yeah, to give you just a little insight into the book it's about a person that considers himself sort of a hacker and he finds this file that has his name on it so when he looks at the file he, he changes something and he finds out that it actually changes something about him and realizes that his entire being is contained in this file uh, like everything, everything. Uh, and so that that whoever the creator of everything is created this file with him in it, and that's him. If he were to delete that file, it would delete him essentially. So he decides to go back to medieval times, make himself up well, as a wizard because he can now control, like, he can fly, he, he can do crazy things. He decides to go things. back in time because he basically creates a load of money and then oh, gets yeah. investigated by the IRS. Oh, the FBI, <laughs> and IRS. The Treasure Department. So he, so he leaves, goes back to medieval times, sets himself up as a wizard, and then uh, finds a load of other wizards, which are that other have done people the same thing. that have found the file and gone, oh dear, I'm in trouble with the IRS. So I need to skedaddle. Because for some reason, everybody's first thing is to put tons of money in their, they they search for the amount of their bank account. So you can look online and see, hey, I've got $7,000 in my my bank account. They search for that number in the file and they find it. And if you change that, it changes the amount in your bank account. But Um, I liked what he did with his phone because with his phone, um, because that's how he accesses the file, he gives it perfect wi-fi at all times regardless like of where 5G he is in the world service, yeah and then he puts the battery to 77 percent and leaves it there so the battery is i mean it never It'll dies never yeah. it never dies but if somebody picks it up and goes wait why is it always on a hundred percent that would be weird yeah yeah it's weird so he put it at 77 percent, and it's just those little things that make it and so then he can write code clever. to change the world around him make sparkly lights and make himself fly and so all, all within that coding he can make things happen to his, himself and it's so yeah if you enjoy a good book and have audible or just want to pick up a book at the library or find it on sale, it, it's definitely worth a read. Yeah. And that's absolutely. off to be the wizard by, I can't think of the author's um, name. Scott Meyer. Sounds right. Yeah. Not Stephanie Meyer who did twilight no. series, but Scott Meyer, her husband, no. <laughs> probably no relation at all. Not um, at all. But that was really all I had for, for TV news. Um, uh, other than Showtime, uh, we, we talked about Halo. Uh, they have a director. Now, that's kind of why I brought that up, because they have a director. It's Otto, uh, I think Bathurst is his name. He's most recently done Robin Hood, the new uh, Taron Egerton Robin Hood. <laughs> it, it, it didn't do well at the box office, but not necessarily because it was a bad movie. It reviewed decent. It wasn't a bad movie overall, but he's also done Peaky Blinders, Black Mirror, uh, a few other things of note like that. Well, Black Mirror's got some critical acclaim to it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just excited. Oh, he's also directed the first uh, two episodes of uh, the Dark Matter series. Oh, okay. So so he's in the Dark Matter, which is that Golden Compass world, if you saw that movie or read the books. And he is now directing Halo, which, fi- I mean, that means there's finally some some substance to Halo coming to our world. Uh, Showtime has a series. It will happen. Now, it, it kind of sucks that it's on Showtime because it's not on Netflix or Amazon, which we currently subscribe to so i'll need to pick up another another paid subscription service along with disney plus coming out this fall or this autumn that i'll need to get because you know we'll have to get disney plus for all of the original content they have with the loki tv series and with the scarlet witch and the vision and Um, all of that i just want to say um so captain marvel going on to you mean shazam no captain marvel yeah shazam stop what i'm not wrong am i wrong tell me i'm wrong well, Captain Marvel's a girl. And Captain Marvel is Zach Levi. Tell me I'm wrong. Do it. <laughs> I'm going to start throwing puppets at your head. In Most a people have no idea, but really, Shazam is Captain Marvel. That's the, his name in the comics. Whatever. All kinds of weird so, rights. Captain Marvel. Yeah, Zach Levi. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. Don't throw that pen in my eye. Ow. Ow. Stop throwing things. I hate you all so much. Yeah, I know you do. Shut it. All right, go. Captain okay, Marvel. So Captain Marvel. Wait, wait, so the Brie Larson version of Captain Marvel. Is that what we're going with here? Just, just so people know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to start with the sound effects again. If you keep 
winding me up. Oh! Okay, so Captain Marvel has just been through some test audiences ahead of coming out next week. No, the, the media has seen it now. They have. And there was a load of tweets about it. Oh, so good, so good. I'm so excited. Um, my favorite one, and I'm not going to use the specific language that it was used. Okay. It said, well, Thanos is effed. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some tweets here from people that said uh, this one person tweeted, one, cat people will love this movie. Two, several truly magnificent music moments for the 90s kid. Three, Carol's hero moment was a very cathartic, true to the female experience. And four, the MCU feels more complete now that Carol is in it. So that was one tweet that was sent out by a media member that just loved this movie. Uh, I have another one that says, um, Captain Marvel is pure joy. I cannot wait for the generation of little girls who will grow up with the Carol Danvers as a hero. You know, so, oh, so so everything that has come out from the media that has seen this movie has been just, just nothing but fantastic reviews. Yeah. And, and so on the back of that, I am even more excited. It's only, what, two weeks away now? Not even that. What is... It's, it's like a week... just over a Just week. over a week away. Oh, yeah. We're, we're recording this Next on a Friday. Thursday. We'll post this on Sunday. So you'll be listening to this on Sunday and only have five days to wait until Captain Marvel is... All right. Yeah, so you I'm need to sorry. go and book our tickets for Friday night. I will do so. Good. Are we taking the kids? Yes. Or are we getting a sitter? I don't know. Or we'll take we'll the kids. We'll see. <laughs> so that, I mean, that just was, I was just kind of like squeeing with laughter when it said, well, Thanos is. <laughs> Someone else said it's retro, trippy, mysterious, and dorky, which I think is a good kind of dorky though. Oh, yeah. But it just, oh, did you see they made a, so a Marvel made a 90s, uh, this amazing 90s themed webpage. You need to go yes, to. Mar- I saw it. Yeah, go to marvel.com slash Captain Marvel. Oh, you have to do this right so now. Terrible. Go check it out. You know, it's, it's just. Just like all of the the uh, clip art that you used on web pages in the 90s that were horrible and that the word art, if you remember using Microsoft Word Arts in the 90s yep. to, to do anything on your presentations or whatnot, um, it, <laughs> it's all used on there. It's, it's amazing. terribly fun and wonderful. Yeah. Just like that. Mm-hmm. So go check out marvel.com slash Captain Marvel and you will you'll uh, walk the nostalgic 90s web page uh, before the advents of Flash and Dreamweave and, and HTML5 uh, and all of that. It's, it's fantastic. It's pretty cool. That's oh, fun. <laughs> um, something else uh, that has been coming for a long while. Uh, James Bond, uh, the 25th one. Did you see um, who the villain is? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. I just want to make sure because that that's just been recently announced. Who the the uh, they have as their well, I don't think it's actually confirmed yet, but they've approached no. him and they're happy to have him. Yeah, Rami uh, Rami Malik. I think Yay. that's how you pronounce it. Malik Malik, something like that. Did you see him? Um, I think he was on the the Graham Norton show. No, I missed you didn't that see one. this one. It no. was hilarious. Apparently, he has a twin brother. What? They're almost identical, and his brother was doing. Uh, his degree and for some unknown reason he had to take a drama class and he really didn't want to but he had to take it and he had to pass it to get through and so he convinced rami to basically take the exam (laughs) for him which he did and then everybody was like super excited about that is fraud so much talent this kid had oh my gosh when actually it was rami who took the exam that's that's legitimately fraud though oh yeah you you can have your whole degree taken away from you for admitting something like that yeah and he admitted it on the graham norton show to millions of people he just screwed his brother that's terrible. What, what, I mean, the, the, univer- the university could legitimately come and say your degree is invalid. Like, it was that, that could happen. Funny to watch, that could happen, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could do a really good villain. Mm. I've liked him in everything I've seen him in so far. Um, I still need to see Mr. Robot. Everybody that's seen that has said that's fantastic. Okay. And well, it's on its last season. Yes, we do. Um, so it was going, uh, the movie was going to be, um, Danny Boyle, but he stepped out and now Carrie Fukunaga. Okay. Wait, I remind me, Danny Boyle. That's, Danny Boyle. That's super familiar. Uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, okay, the, yeah. um, Sherlock movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, Fukunaga's Bond film 
Um, he is going to use Daniel Craig, which I'm a little bit like, eh. Yeah, Craig Craig wasn't going to come back, and then he finally said, okay, I'll come back for the 25th. I want to do this one, and that's going to be it, though, right? Yeah, but I'm... He looked tired in the lot in Skyfall. He looked tired. Well, he, he he's in his fifties though, isn't no, he? I mean, he's I know, getting old. He's not a young Daniel I, Craig anymore. He wasn't kind of like as slick, and Bond needs to be kind of like that. Um, you know, forever young. No, I, I know that, that is James so Bond is, is bit, forever yeah. young. You're right. So. In any case, it looks like it's going to be, a, you know, a bit more fun. They're looking, you know, Daniel Craig, Rami Malek, who obviously after Bohemian Rhapsody, just an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. He is in high demand now. Oh, he will yeah. be in high, high demand. Especially after the Oscar. Come yeah. on. So, you know, it's coming hopefully soon. And I have heard, though I haven't had this confirmed, that there is this next movie is going to be based on one of in Fleming's actual books rather than just some random story they're making That'd up. That'd be nice. Like Quantum yeah. of Solace was. Well, by soon, you mean probably 2021 is probably as early uh, as we're going to get this. They said 2020. Really? 2020 they'll get it out? The, rev- the actual makes its latest release date is April of 2020. Okay. So there you go. And so the uh, next little bit of movie news has to do with this. Hey. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this song. Okay, if you haven't seen the movie, that, that is the theme song of the movie, and it, it, it is a song that gets stuck inside your head, and it really does. So, it's well done, though. It's actually a well-done song. Yeah, so the funny thing is is that at school now, um, we do warm-ups every day, and I make little master mixes for the kids, which is really cool fun, and actually... Like mashups of like 10, yeah. 10 songs or so. So the teacher I work with um, for part of the week, he actually ran an assembly, and he used my mashup. <laughs> nice. Um, so the whole of the school was like doing the actions for all the dances and we're also getting down to manic drive which is hilarious because i always put like a christian song (laughs) (laughs) i don't put the bits where it says god or anything else but i did use manic drive um hey they've got a good funk beat they do okay i used rhythm and i love it and i've used stiletto and watching all the boys dance the stiletto is just hilarious um so uh, with the, the Lego Movie 2 song, it's called This Song's Gonna Get Stuck Inside Your Head or the catchy song. Um, that's the last song on the new mix I made them. So we're just kind of like twiddling our fingers around our heads and spinning. And like every kid gets dizzy every single oh day gosh. because they're spinning so quickly. And then they're all looking punch drunk for like five minutes afterwards. And it's hilarious. <laughs> Off the subject. Anyway. Lego Movie 2, you know what? I wasn't really excited about the first one at all. I liked the first one. The second one, I got to, we got to take the kids. We took a friend of uh, my son's as well, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was so much more girl-friendly, this one. The first one was just very boy-centric, I guess. Okay. And this one was much more friendly to girls because it had all the girl stuff in it and the Lego friends and... Um, it had a really strong message about, you know, a brother and a sister getting along. And I like that. Yeah, I got to say the overall message of Lego Movie 2 was really, was really positive. And that, oh, that's yeah. really good to see in a movie that is nothing but a 90-minute commercial for toys. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what it is. Parents, if you take your kids to it, they're going to want every set they see. And Lego are the most ridiculously overpriced toy on the market. Absolutely. But it's still it's still a good movie. Now, I do have to admit, I think I slept for about a third of it just because I was exhausted the day that we went. Um, worked late in London, I think, and it just... Uh, I, the funny yeah. thing was is that we were barely out of the cinema when I went online and found this song and bought it because I I'm like, I am so using this song is amazing. And, and then we listen to it all the way home. <laughs> and if you want on YouTube, there is a 10 hour loop of that bit that Livy Trash Panda just played. This song is going to get stuck inside your head. So <laughs> if you really want to make yourself sick of this song and get it stuck inside your head, go to YouTube and have some oh my fun. Gosh. So really quickly today as well, a new Dark Phoenix trailer dropped. I'm, I'm really so excited. I know, but I'm nervous about this. I've heard early reviews show that it's kind of oh, trash. Ever? I, I I just don't know. I don't trust reviewers because most of the movies I like, they can't stand, and then they're like, "Oh, that was terrible." Well, I know, but but also it, g- it gives them plenty of time to edit and cut more of the yeah. film or do reshoots or whatever but they I mean, need to do. But I mean, it looks so dark. Now, okay. 
But what looks good about this is that it actually, like the original 90s cartoon on TV, they actually make it galactic. They go into space in this new trailer because I I love the whole space jammers and you meet Scott Summers actual dad in Corsair. Uh, Now, I don't know if that's actually going to happen in the movie. It introduces an element that was there in the cartoon and I really hope they at least follow a little of it with with this movie. Yeah. Um, The strange thing is, is that it looks like they are like in the movie, in the trailer. I haven't seen the movie. Um, You're not media yet? Dark Phoenix. (laughs) We're almost there. We're almost there. Jean actually looks like she's going to kill Mystique. Well, okay. I I guess that could happen. Because ever since Days of Future Past, they have reset the timeline. So what we saw in X-Men 1, 2, and 3, where she was actually there in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess it could be changed the same way in Star Trek. You have the whole Kelvin timeline where when the Romulans came in, we now have a whole new timeline. So it, it could be something that's that's similar to that, mm-hmm. I guess, where she could die. I don't think they would kill off J-Law. You can't kill off J-Law. She's J-Law. She's so cute and adorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm looking just, forward to it. That's right. By that. No, actually, and I know this This is not because I'm like bigging myself up, but it Jennifer Lawrence, like first part of the Hunger Games, looks like identical me when I was like... 16. From your pictures, I do have to agree. Yeah. That's so six. strange. I don't look anything like her now, but we do look scarily alike. Um, the other trailer that dropped was Detective Pikachu. And I'm so happy because it's, it's so Ryan funny. Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds. You have to be happy about that. That's this, really though the only reason I want to see that is because it's my man. No, crush. I mean, he's he's like how um, voiceovers make the movie, which are 50 percent ad lib. I would have sure. liked to yeah. seen it anyway. But when he like wanders into the little like, you know, um, arena. No. And he's like, I, I'm going to take this chump down. I've already done it once. And he wanders in and then he, the other guy's like, what are you doing? And he's like straining. And he's like, I can't do it when anybody's watching. He's trying to shoot lightning bolts, his old Pikachu lightning bolts. he just curls up in the corner and goes, Pika, Pika, Pika. No, real life Pokemon are the thing of like your your nightmares. They they should not be real. They should be cartoon only because think about what a real life Pokemon would look like. It's not. But they're like the little Mr. Mime at the end. Oh, he's jumped on his bike. Get in front of him. Oh, no, that was bad because he kind of falls off the bike and he's like crashing. He's like, you should have worn a helmet. (laughs) So dumb. So funny. Oh, oh my gosh. Love it. And in this uh, little spoof, uh, for those that follow Ryan Reynolds' Instagram feed, is that you? Do you follow Ryan Reynolds on Instagram? No. But why not? He's my man crush. Because I really don't have Instagram. You should follow my man crushes. You I should know. Don't have Instagram. <laughs> okay. Well, for those that don't know, Ryan Reynolds is my man crush. Um, I think we all know that Ryan Reynolds we, we is your man We do know that. Crush. And in my head, we, we, we go hang out together and go get a drink at the pub together and play golf together and hold hands frolicking in the fields together. And he probably would do that. That's a stupid thing. Ryan Reynolds actually would. He would yeah, do he that. Would. Okay. <laughs> he has this video spoof on his Instagram feed where he's uh, talking about how he got into all method acting for his <gasps> Pikachu role. So he used the Stanislavski method. No, he just method acted. Yeah, that's created by Stanislavski. No, it's created by using methods. The Method Man. Okay. No, he, he was just saying all, all serious. Well, I tried to lose 160 pounds until my doctors intervened and just has this whole being very matter of fact of how he tried to get into the role of Pikachu by getting to the size and crawling around New York on his belly like Pikachu would that height advantage. I, I don't know. It's really funny. So watch Ryan Reynolds on his Instagram feed because it's funny. And yeah. Why didn't he just put a little camera on like a little remote control thing? Because then you'd get the advantage. Because that wouldn't actually be him. And a true <gasps> method actor has to get into the role. What yeah, are you, you don't for? have a clue what you're talking about. So, yes, I do. Because like a method actor was like, uh, what's Jared Leto and then the Joker, where he stays in the role. He gets in it. He stays in it. He does everything he can to be be that role, regardless of whether he's on stage or not. Uh, Robert Patterson, Rob Pattinson is apparently the same way. He'll get in a role. He'll stay in it. He'll, he'll go to his trailer and... and be in it and never leave that to be fully engulfed and embrace this role and be this person that he is. And that's what Ryan Reynolds was trying to do with Pikachu. Uh, yeah, you have no idea what the Stanislavski method is. Um, no. Don't mock me, woman. I will mock you. Come on, Trash Panda, bring it. Bring it, Trash Panda. 
a few more quick movie news e things up for you. Space Jam is coming in the movie that we all don't really necessarily want, but it's coming anyways and is nostalgic and wonderful. LeBron James is playing the Michael Jordan role in Space what? Jam 2. It's LeBron James. Um, from uh, Oh, but he's not... Michael Jordan at least was nice. LeBron James is nice. He does all kinds of stuff with his inner city kids in Akron, Ohio, and has the LeBron James Foundation and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I'm not a big fan, though. Bumblebee has now been dubbed an actual reboot as opposed to a prequel, which is what everybody thought it was at first. Now, what I like about the fact that Bumblebee is being considered a reboot is the fact that they showed the Transformers as actual G1 Transformers. And what that paves the way for then is potentially bringing Hot Rod or Rodimus Prime in as the G1 Hot Rod or Rodimus Prime into the next movie, which is what could happen because you know everybody wants that. Now, I know you want to mock somebody for this. Yeah, so we listen to another podcast now and again um, called Geeks Under Grace. And um, that's you. That's not me. Um, So we listen to Geeks Under Grace. And this week... Um, Cody and Shelly were talking about Bumblebee and Cody rightly said, why do they keep coming back to Bumblebee? Why don't they pick somebody cooler like Like Hot Rod? Rod." (laughs) And then Shelly turns around and says, nobody else will agree with you. Hot Rod sucks. You're You're the only one. You're the only one. So I immediately went on Twitter and said, Shelly... Shut it. Well, I didn't actually say Shelly shut it. I said, Shelly, you're wrong. Well, actually, actually, what you said was a lot worse, but we'll go with Shelly shut I it. Did That's why. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was concise and polite. Yes, you are. Go ahead. I said that she was wrong because she's not the only one who says that. I want to see Hot Rod. I know you do. Rodimus Prime was an awesome character, and like Bumblebee sucked. He just got eaten by Unicron. He was just like, done. What? What was that? That's Unicron. That's him being eaten. Is that the noise that Unicron actually makes? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Keep continuing your Bumblebee story. Yeah. So um, I don't want to see more Bumblebee, I'm afraid. But this actually surprises a lot of people because a lot of people were, were asking this question of whether Bumblebee was a prequel or a reboot and it kept coming out that bumblebee was just simply a prequel that was just kind of course correcting some of the things within the transformers franchise and it wasn't until uh there was the new york toy con i think last week february 16th that hasbro came out and said oh no by the way this is actually a reboot but i think it probably had something to do with the success of the movie as opposed to them actually planning this beforehand because everything that led up to this just showed it as being a prequel And so it just seems kind of reactionary. But again, I like it a lot because it sets the stage for what they could do with all of the actual G1 Transformers and not whatever they made them with uh, the Transformers movies with Shia LaBeouf. Not that it was bad necessarily, but it it, it was never, they were never movies that I I had to watch. And Bumblebee was really good. My problem with the Transformers movies is A, Michael Bay just that's why travis knight did an amazing storytelling job it actually no. made an a, like a gentle iron giant style movie that i think you'd enjoy and then also megan fox because girl can't act girl cannot act no poor girl not at all nope um and then last couple of things uh kevin feige confirms black widow will not be r-rated whereas it had been kind of tossed around on whether uh Black Widow would be an R-rated movie, uh, potentially along the Deadpool ilk, but it will now be a PG-13, which will put it right in line with every See, other Marvel. it doesn't Marvel. make sense for it to be an R-rated movie anyway, because during all the Avengers movies, you don't hear a cussing, you don't hear a doing all these other things. But they could add more blood and, and, and guts and I know they gore could, and all this stuff But when she's a character that everybody wants to watch anyway, because they've seen her in so many other movies, Deadpool wasn't in any of the other movies, apart from the really bad Wolverine oh, that movie. Was terrible. Um, so honestly, does it really, it wouldn't follow and it wouldn't work if you try to go, oh, wow, well, we're going to make her R-rated now. Yeah, that doesn't just it doesn't work. No, so so I, I think this is a good move. Some people were, were thinking they could put her in the Punisher and bring the Punisher actually in uh, because Punisher is definitely R rated. Mm. But this is probably a good move overall because w- when you make it an R movie, you're you're cutting yourself off from a massive segment of your audience. 
And the fact that it's PG-13 opens that door for the, the younger generation to be in there as opposed to being stopped at the door, essentially. Yeah. Um, last bit of movie news is I just have to give credit where credit is due. I don't... Well, I don't want to say I don't like to because, you know, at DC, I want to tell you you've done something right with the success of Aquaman and how much fun that was. And, and right now, with, with, with like the girlish, squealish anticipation that's building for Zachary mm-hmm. Levi as Shazam, um, well, technically as Captain Marvel, um, but as Shazam, I have to hand it to DC, guys. You have got me excited about your movies again. And I am excited now. So April 5th, in, in just a, a month and some change, we have Shazam coming out. Now, I'm not so sure about Joker, though, in October, but I'll say Joker in October, followed by Birds of Prey in February, uh, Cyborg in April, Wonder Woman in June, Super Pets, then not till 2021, along with Batman and Suicide Squad 2. what I don't get is But then Aquaman's not till 2022. I know, that sucks. 2022 Um, for Aquaman 2. That's probably one of their best movies to date. But what I don't get is they're remaking the um, Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Well, Suicide Squad 2. So it is actually a sequel to the first one. Okay. Just without Will Smith. Without Will Smith. And I heard without Harley. I believe she'll be in it because she, she's in Birds of Prey. So I she, know. That's what I don't get. But I heard that she is not being brought in for Suicide Squad 2, which makes no sense because she was basically the comic element that actually made that movie okay. Yeah. Well, with Birds of Prey, though, they're making... So they have Harley Quinn, uh, the Huntress, Black Canary, Cassandra Cain. Cassandra Cain was actually Batgirl at one point, I think. Uh, but but it's kind of like the anti-hero squad again. So you have this... And they're calling it a superhero squad where you and McGregor's the bad guy, but Harley Quinn is always kind of towed that line of like, what is she? Is she good? Is she bad in kind of the Deadpool ilk? So I feel birds of prey will kind of be that anti-hero type movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe she's in suicide squad too. I haven't heard anything to the contrary on that one. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we've, we've heard definitely that, uh, Will Smith has backed out and just yeah. said, Nope, not doing it. Uh, according to this, apparently she is on the line. And so is Joel Kinnaman who played Rick flag, which, is kind of different, but I'd read somewhere else. I can't tell you where, so don't take it as canon, but I thought I'd heard that they weren't going to use Harley again, but... For someone like that, that that helped make that movie what it was, you have to do everything you can. If you're DC, you're going to do everything you can in your power to bring her back. Yeah. And I think that's what they've done. They've got they've got her contractually obliged to have to make this many movies now, so she will be coming back. Um, I just have one more bit of uh, video game news. Um, so not to be forgotten amidst the droves of people flocking to Apex Legends, Fortnite is offering up the largest prize pool in esports history. Do you want a piece of $30 million? No. You, not if it's anything to do with Fortnite. Uh, so it's being, I cannot wait until they lose that court battle and they get sued, go bankrupt, and because everybody already knows that... Uh, what's that other one called? Apex Legends. Apex Legends is so much more a better game. Well, I know. And, and that's why I think this is a really shrewd move because, well, w- although it was, they, they, I need to get my words straight. They did announce this back at uh, E3. They'd be spending a hundred million dollars on tournaments and esports in 2019. Uh, this comes at just the right time, right when a lot of people are, are kind of flocking over to Apex Legends. They go, "Hey, you know what, guys? From April 13th to June 16th, uh, for that 10 weeks, we're going to offer a million dollars a week in tournaments leading up to the the World Sierra World Cup of Fortnite. Uh, in which time we'll pick the top 100 individual players, the top 50." duo teams you'll be invited to new york you're guaranteed 50 grand and you're playing for this then 20 million dollar pool that's left uh in the world cup of Fortnite. so it's a really good move for them they're spending all of their money so that if they lose there's nothing for those poor people that they've stolen their property to have oh no no uh, just in this last year, Epic Games made over a billion dollars on transactions in Fortnite. And they I are, hope they lose they, the lot. They, they it doesn't matter. They've got so much money coming in right now. Epic Games is doing just fine for itself. Um, even if they lose these lawsuits, they'll, I mean, max they'll lose is what, maybe, I mean, 50 million maybe, like is what you could possibly see them lose if they lost, which probably won't happen because of just the, the, the bad precedence that would set for, 
for uh, kind of social dances. So I don't see but them the losing first off. the only reason that game has got any kind of following and that people like it, especially the underage kids who are playing it because they won't police it properly, is because of the emotes. Again, that's, that's the parents. Parents have to police what their kids so are So please, kids, stop playing Fortnite. Go to Apex Legends. Much better game. And you're going to need to be a better gamer because of it. No, I, I, again, I'm, I'm not going to compare... Um, the development am. company, uh, yeah, the developers, they're just making games. And so, so Epic games has done this and, uh, Apex legends, uh, creator has done this. And, and so Apex, so I do have to admit, it is really fun to play, uh, of all the, the MOBA style games that I've played. It, it's a whole lot of fun and I can't really even put my finger on it, but if you're into that, that MOBA style, you're going to love Apex legends, but also if you're into that type of the the MOBA story stands for for a multi online battle arena, so it's any yeah, type of battle royale game, like PUBG. Yeah, for for any some people might not realize that. Um, but if you're into that style of game, seeing a thirty million dollar prize pool, that's going to pull you back to it. And so this is a great move for Fortnite. And the fact that all the people that flocked to Apex Legends, while they still will probably play it, they might not play it as much because they're going to be trying to practice for these tournaments that are coming up again with uh, an April thirteenth start date. It's it's a really good move for their brand, though. And I, again, I, I know you don't like it, um, but they're doing well for themselves. They're making themselves relevant and they're keeping themselves it's, in the forefront of our minds. It's one of, of those minds. things like, you know, I said that um, the things, if I had enough money, one, I would sue Hershey's um, for crimes against humanity. <laughs> and then when I win, then I will... Um, buy the company and liquidate it for those that don't know uh trash panda has a disdain for hershey's chocolate i do have a massive disdain growing up in england she's a bit of a chocolate snob no i have a disdain for a company that says it's chocolate when it's only two percent cocoa solids i think it's four percent i think it's four percent to give them to give them some credit they are four (laughs) percent and it is it is solidified vomit solidified vomit people no i trust me i know i will not touch a hershey's kiss or a hershey's bar they're not my favorite um but but we're up we're up against the wall here um our time is up and i've had a great time though i know sometimes we uh end up not being able to record as often as we'd like i think i was talking to trash pan about doing even if we can't do a weekly show still having something out every week even if it's just a five minute this week in geek type show and i think you were interested in doing that yeah we will do our best to get something out every single week so um i do want to just touch on something more serious okay towards the end oh yeah um, Go ahead with that. yeah about um this momo challenge that's coming out um, well, it's making its second round. It had made a round on the internet before, which is a suicide yeah. challenge, and now it's making round two, but it's being uh, it's apparently much more pervasive now, uh, being embedded in more YouTube videos, even finding its way onto YouTube Kids. No, right? it's being found more in YouTube Kids um, for um, anything from Fortnite videos uh, to Peppa Pig. It's being found, and this is um, really frightening kids and convincing them to do truly horrific things. So, I mean, we as parents have told our children that at the moment that they are not to use YouTube and YouTube kids. And, I mean, YouTube have got to jump on this and sort it out. They're they're working on it. They're they're trying to sort Um, this out. Because as a parent, I'm not letting my kids go on it. And, I mean, the image is actually from an art installation um, in Japan. It is a creepy picture, though. I gotta say, that is yeah, a creepy, Yeah, but the idea of it is, picture. the actual installation is called Mother Bird, and it's about a mother who, I believe this is correct, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but a mother who basically um, gives birth to a stillborn child, and then, which is why the, you know, it's anguish, which is why the, you know, the doll is quite hideous. And then is turning into a bird, which is why the features are changing. She's turning into a bird to fly away. So it's it's quite a deep piece, but it's obviously quite a scary piece to look at. And then somebody's using it to do these horrible things. So I just, you know, just in the fact that we want to make sure that parents are informed and that people are informed, this is not a real thing. If you're listening and you've seen this, Please don't share it. Please, please, please. If you find it in a video, please report it to YouTube yeah, so we can it right get away. it sorted. Make, make that flag. Don't go onto Facebook and say, oh, did you see this thing? And you know, you know, you know what? Let's not give it any more credence than it's already got. Um, 
I know our school specifically, we're not using YouTube right now. And some of the things that we do is we, we use YouTube clips to watch you know, science programs and things. And we can't do that at the moment just in case something pops up. And so, you know, that's really, really not great. So I'm just asking parents to, you know, talk to your kids about this, make sure they understand that this is not a real thing, that they're not going to be cursed, that they don't have to do these things because these children are truly frightened. I've had kids in tears today. I've had kids that are, are really, really worried about it. And, you know, to them, this is real and it is scary. So please, 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 please make sure you're reporting anything you do see to, um, you know, YouTube and to YouTube kids. You know, watch what your kids are watching online. Make sure you know what they're doing at the moment and that you are aware of the dangers out there because this is certainly not the first and it will not be the last something like this will happen. No, not at all. But... We love you guys. It is always a pleasure to be invited into your homes or your cars or your jogs or wherever it might be. Uh, And so from the Geek Underground, this is Dadpool signing off. So don't forget to be awesome. And don't forget to be unique. Be yourself. Don't be a penguin. We don't want you to be a penguin. We want you to be your unique, wonderful, lovely self. We do. And hit us up in the comments. We love to hear from you. If you've got questions, you've got things, we're on YouTube. We're, oh, we're not on YouTube. We're not on YouTube. Ooh. We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at The Geek UG. The Geek UG. So come find us. Come talk to us. We love talking to you guys, and we'd love to hear what you've got to say. So Don't forget to be awesome. Bye! The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then... Don't forget to be awesome.